right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Bear. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are today is, uh, what is it, Friday, April the 2nd of 2021. We survived the day of pranks. Did you ever get pranked yesterday? No, and I started thinking maybe I'm too old for it or something. Well, and my family was the same way. Last night we were like, did y'all get pranked at school? And, and my family was like, no, nobody tried anything. Are people over it? I don't know. <laughs> I was even looking at some of the celebrity stuff and like, you know, there's a couple of things that happened, but it wasn't like everybody went all out. I think everyone thinks that 2020 and some of 2021 is just a big prank. Maybe, Maybe everybody's like, no more pranks. Did you see that Tori Spelling caught some flack? You know, there's some celebrities that always end up <laughs> making decisions yeah. that might not be the best for PR. She did a pregnancy deal like baby number six. Oh, wait, that wasn't true. Well, some people think it is, but a lot of people think it's just an April Fool's joke. I hope she, I hope it's not an April Fool's joke. No, because I saw stuff like people who were saying, hey, don't do that as a joke. No. Because for people, you know, who aren't able to do that, that's offensive yeah. and stuff like that. So we'll find out as we go throughout <laughs> the day. I'm, I'm assuming if she wasn't pregnant, she needs to get pregnant real quick. Yeah, but she does have a lot of kids. I was thinking no, baby she six. does have, okay, it would, this be, would be, but, six. yeah. So I, mm. one, that was one of the things I read this morning. She did the whole baby bump picture and everything. Yeah. So we'll look into that a little bit more. <laughs> but I read a lot of people thinking it was an insensitive April Fool's mm-hmm. Day joke. Uh, Strahan and the whole deal with that. We'll cover that as we mm-hmm. go throughout the, this hour. But that appears to not be what we thought as well, Michael Strahan. So today, again, is Friday, April the 2nd. It is National Ferret Day, which Kai wanted one so bad. He's had two different phases where he wanted a ferret. Like we'd walk into a pet store. And he'd see the ferret and he knew that's what he had to have because mm-hmm. they're so cute. I remember. I remember the several weeks that y'all um, kind of went back and forth on whether to get a ferret or not. Yeah, they're really cute. But then you hear, hey, they're kind of gross. And they also sometimes if they decide they want to bite, they're going to hurt you. Yeah. like because And one of the things that turned Kai off on it, and I don't know where we got the information or who gave it to us, but it was, hey, if a ferret wanted to bite through your finger, they'd break the bones. And he's like, oh, okay, forget that. Oh, ferret. yeah. So, but there's people out there who have ferrets. Uh, World Autism Awareness Day today. It's also National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day and National Reconciliation Day. So this is a deal like if you feel like you have wronged somebody or been wronged by somebody, today is the day that you try to reconcile and fix the wrongs in your life. Hmm. which is probably good for your mental health as well. Yeah, definitely. It's also good Friday today. So also uh, I woke up really early this morning uh, like an idiot. Um, you know, we wake up early anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a guy on the phone. I'm like, yeah, I wake up. My alarm went off at three fifty one today. And typically when you tell people that they're like, Oh my gosh, really? Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, that's what time I wake up every day. And he said, how long have you been doing that? I said, this is 20 years now, Wow, <laughs> which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But this morning I woke up and sometimes like, you know, my pee times are different because I always have to pee once. Yeah. Uh, but this time it was like 3.05. I think as you get older, uh, your pee times change. Yeah. Well, it's 3.05 this morning. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm up at 3.05. I'm going to turn the alarm clock off and I'm going to turn off my phone clock and all that ooh, different stuff. Ooh. And then I got out there to the coffee maker and realized the coffee wasn't making. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then I realized I was out of bed 45 minutes before uh-uh. normal. And I didn't know, I was like, oh my gosh, I just had to pee that it wasn't like my body wasn't telling me to get up to wake up for the show. That's bad. And I'm like, what do I do now? You lay I was, back down, right? Well, I was fully dressed at that point. I had my, my sweatpants on, my sweatshirt, <laughs> my socks, you know, I was ready. And I was like, well, I'll just go lay back down. And then my brain started going, what if you didn't turn the alarm back on? Right. What if this alarm doesn't yep. go off? What yep. if something happens? It happens. I know. So I just woke up. I'm like, I got to get up, but I've been up forever now Are since three be, o'clock. How's your mood today? 
That's oh, gonna. It's fine for now, but I guarantee I crashed by seven <laughs> fifteen. Literally, I've been up since three o five. Yeah, that is dumb. I've been mm-hmm. up three hours already. Wow. So for those of you who just rolled over and you have us on your alarm clock or you have us on Alexa or something like that, dude, I got you beat by a lot today. Anyway, we'll do the best we can. We do appreciate you getting your day started with us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1994 and Little Texas had the number one song in country music on this day. My love, are you ready for my love, my love? Back to 1994 this morning. Little Texas. My mom met them in a bar. Girl, I've heard it said that love is food for the soul. Yeah. I see the hunger in your eyes burning out of control. My love of 1994. What was I? Junior in high school? Yep. Long blonde hair. Little stud muffin. <laughs> Plano Senior High School to home of the Wildcats, man. Oh yeah, man. Ladies love Cool B. Cool Lined up for her. Oh, yeah. Her junior year. I had girls lined up too. Lined up and taken off, running away, man. It's the story of my life. Little Texas, my love. It was number one on this day in 1994. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having us on your radio today. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter.
Foster in the Mornings. Gotcha Gossip. Gotcha Gossip on Demi Lovato. So she released the title track of her album, Dancing with the Devil, and she dropped a video with it. While the song and the video recreate the night of her overdose back in 2018 that put her in the hospital. So you see see scenes in this video, uh, including how she was dressed, her hairstyle at the time, to moments from that particular night. You see shots of her in a bar, in a room with a bag containing drugs. She's unconscious. She's on a gurney fighting for her life in a hospital bed hooked to machine. Machines. This is a very raw, personal, honest look at yeah. what happened to her. Um, mm. If you have not heard Dancing with the Devil, here's Demi Lovato. I was dancing with the devil out of control. Almost made it to heaven. It was closer than you know. Again, it's Dancing with the Devil. It's Demi Lovato, and her video is out now. Wow, that's personal. Mm-hmm. It really is a personal video. And it's like, what? you know, you're, you're opening eyes to what she went through mm-hmm. and how she remembers that night and what her friends have told her about that. Yeah. The documentary, I've seen people who are raving about that too. The honesty, like the brutal honesty mm-hmm. of somebody saying, hey, I was in a really bad spot. And now we just have to cross our fingers and hope that, you know, yeah. she's got that uh, behind her mm-hmm. and moving forward. Maybe this is a step toward her recovery. Hey, got your gossip on Michael Strahan. If you remember earlier this week, we talked about the fact that he had gone in for a dental procedure and it looked like he was about to close the gap in his teeth. It's like his trademark. Yeah. So people started freaking out like, no, you can't do that. Like the most famous tooth gap in the entire mm-hmm. world is Michael Strahan's. <laughs> so guess what happens? We find out on April the 1st that maybe it was not all as it seemed when he was at the dentist and maybe what they showed wasn't the true finished result. Here's Michael Strahan. And I just want to thank you guys. I mean, I appreciate all the comments. I was surprised, to be honest with you, at how many people were like, no, don't get rid of the gap. It's your signature. And I've always kind of looked at it that way, but I didn't know so many people really cared. But I just want to tell you guys that, um, you know, I appreciate all that love that you show and, and be you. Live the way you want to live. Do what makes you happy because I did. And I am happy um, that, that I did it. So I just wanted to say, um, April Fools. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's here to stay for a little while. Not going anywhere anytime soon. So uh, my mama, my mama, my mama likes it. So Aww. there you go. For you, mama. Hey, the video is actually really cute mm-hmm. if you want to go check it out. So Michael Strahan is not getting rid of the gap. It was all a part of an April Fool's prank. Gotcha gossip on The Voice. So The Voice has picked a major star to be the season's mega mentor. So he starts April 19th, and his job is to give his perspective on the contestant's performance after the fan favorite round. So stars that have had this mentoring job before have been Usher, James Taylor, Taylor Swift. But for season 20, we have... Snoop Dogg. Come on. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you. Drop it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Get Can you imagine like you're going in there and you've got Snoop Dogg and he's like, hey, uh, why don't you try to do it this way or, or whatever? I just, I cannot imagine walking in there and just. Snoop Dogg is hanging out. No, and his presence on TV is yeah, great. Like is. He has a great television presence. Mm-hmm. The wild thing is, and when I saw this headline, I was like, wow, it's crazy. And I know he's been very much mainstream for yeah. a long time now. 
But if you think back to like the origins of Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. you would have never dreamed early on that he would be mainstream on a show like The Voice. Yeah, so April cool 19th, Snoop Dogg on The Voice. And gotcha gossip on Olivia Rodrigo. Congratulations to her. Her song, Driver's License, is the first song of 2021 to reach 1 billion streams. Wow. Like, that's absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. Of all the music out there from all these massive artists, Olivia Rodrigo hits a billion first with this one. And all my friends are tired of hearing how much I miss you, but I kind of feel sorry for them because they'll never know you the way that I do. Yet today I drove through the suburbs and pictured I was driving Olivia Rodrigo, what billion streams. It's wild, man, because that was the young girl on the TV show Bizardvark, right? And all of a sudden, like, one song comes out, and she's a global sensation. And my stepdaughter, Ella, was all excited yesterday because she told me, Kelly, Olivia Rodrigo is coming out with a whole album. And she was all excited about it. That's neat, man. And again, One Billion Streams, the first artist of 2021, the first song to do that. Congratulations to Olivia Rodrigo. And, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I told you, what was it, Wednesday was National Tater Day, and I had this vision when I said that, that I wanted to have fried potatoes. Like, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, any type of fried potato other than, like, the southern fried potatoes and onions with ketchup. Like the skillet ones. Yeah, they're cooked in the cast iron skillet Mm. with the grease. So I made those, and that sounds terrible, doesn't it? With a ton of grease. (laughs) So I made it on Wednesday, and it was the hit of the night, right? And last night, Kai's like, what's for dinner, Dad? And I'm like, ah, we have this, and we have this, and we have this, like different options. And he's like, I just want some of those potatoes. Oh. So you didn't have to twist my arm to make me want to eat those again two days in a row. So I cut up some more potatoes, fried some potatoes, and thought, well, what can I do with the potato? And I had some uh, hamburger meat, and I made some hamburgers. Mm -hmm. Kelly, you would have been so proud because I thought I was winning the night. So it was like fried potatoes, ketchup, salt, pepper, all the goodness, right? And they were like perfect and crispy on the outside, uh, kind of soft on the inside, like the perfect potatoes. And then my my cheeseburgers had Swiss cheese and they had sautéed mushrooms and onions. Man. A little dab of mayonnaise, right? Like I thought I was auditioning for diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'm jealous. I look over. Kai takes the first bite. And he eats a potato first because, of course, it's like that looks the best. He eats the potato first, goes in and takes one bite of the cheeseburger and goes, this is gross. And I'm like, what do you mean it's gross? It was an Angus beef burger. Like, it's a better burger than me buying 70-30. Right. Yeah. Totally get it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, he hates it when I make hamburgers at home. Hates them. Like, he'll go out. We can go through a drive through and he'll get a cheeseburger. But for some reason, if I make it at home, it's disgusting. Do you know, I remember being the same way with my parents on that. And I don't know why, because now I'd much rather have... Like a grilled hamburger from my backyard, or yeah. I'd rather make it because it I, you like it. It tastes better. 
but it, I remember being like that. But like if I would have cut the hamburger patty in half, because you know, like for most of the times when you go to a fast food spot, like there's not a whole lot of meat. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's been chopped way down or pushed, pressed way down, something like that. Maybe that's what you should do with his patty. I just wonder if it's too much, like it's too thick of meat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know, but it kind of, I was a little bit offended. Like try it again. No, eat another bite because it's good. Well, did your wife like it? Yeah, she was fine with it. She well, that's liked good. It. But it's just so crazy because as as somebody who's trying to prepare food when you're making food for people and you realize they hate it, it feels like they, they hate you. Well, and then you throw a couple of more kids in there and all three of them either don't like it or all want something different. That's when it starts giving you like mind games. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but now that most of them have cars, hey, go get go get your own. Food. Yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah, dollar, like what's dollar the, menu. Okay. What's the universal food everybody will eat at your house? Uh, typically, gosh, universe, there's not one. Pizza? Oh, yes. That is the only thing all five will eat. Spaghetti? Nope. You know, Kai, because I love spaghetti. I love I Italian too. food. Kai's like, I don't really like spaghetti, Dad. But as a kid, he loved it. Yep. Like, what happens? I don't know. What changes? I don't know. I was a little bit offended last night. I thought my Aww. cheeseburgers were fire. And I was starting to get ready to take photos of them. Uh, and my potatoes. And then I thought, you know what? Let's be honest. Nobody wants to see my food. Why do people feel the need to post what they've done? Just to show we did it? It's artistic. Because it's not like anybody's going to go, man, he's amazing. He cooked dinner for his family tonight. I don't know. Maybe someone hadn't eaten and they're like, I'm coming over to his house. All right, fried potatoes mm-hmm. could be a specialty of mine. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a story out today on Wheel of Fortune um, from Wednesday night, right? My grandmother, I talked to Nana. Hey, Nana, what are you watching on TV? I've said this for years. I'm watching Pat and Vanna. They'd come into Nana's living room forever. Uh, Wednesday night, there's a a contestant up named David Peterson. He's playing um, on Wheel of Fortune. And there's a category, it's Catch of the Day. And basically, it's four different words. The answer is supposed to be soul, flounder, cod, catfish. He answers with that, but he actually, as he was saying it, said the word and in the middle of it, and they said he didn't win, They did, that he didn't get it right. So basically, again, the answer should have been soul, flounder, cod, catfish. He said soul, flounder, cod, and catfish. Basically just saying that, hey, that's what it was yeah. going to be. But because and wasn't on the board, uh, they told him he didn't win. To make it worse, the very next girl, the very uh-uh, next spin, uh-uh. answers with his answer, oh. doesn't say and, and wins the round. Oh, so goodness. people are fired up about this. Like, hey, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. People believe that when you're giving a list, you end with and whatever. Even if it's not on the board, he had it right. He yeah. knew the answer. I want to play it for you. And actually, uh, you can actually see it here in the studio. And see exactly how they did this because... Literally, the guy gets it right, but he's told it's wrong because he throws in one extra word. This is from Wednesday night's Wheel of Fortune. So you've got that, and you have $1,350 cash. What do you want to do? I'd like to solve, Pat. I'd say everything. Don't add anything. Go ahead. Soul, flounder, cod, and catfish. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not right. And uh, Danielle, it's your turn. You don't have to spin if you want to take a shot at the puzzle. She spins anyway. Six fifty. L. Uh huh. I guess it was more money though. What yeah. would you like to do? I'm gonna solve. All right. Say everything. Don't add anything. Soul. Cod. Catfish. Flounder. Yeah, that's it. And it's, uh, I thought that's yeah. what you said. 
It is what he said. Look he just said, as he was doing the list, he said, and. He just puts his head down and kind of nods. Right. <laughs> he had it right. People feel this guy was robbed. And she's dancing with her card. <laughs> Why would she do that? She might as well have looked over at him and said, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, stick your head in dude. Oh, my goodness. So some people are kind of fired Ooh. up at Wheel of Fortune saying maybe they should change their rules on that particular deal. It's like a crossword puzzle, but mm-hmm. one extra word, man. It wasn't on the board. Dude lost on television. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. This kind of reminds me of something of, that you would do. Oh, all right. Fantastic. 54-year-old James from Waterloo, Iowa, went on a burglary spree. I've where... been there. <laughs> oh, have you? Been, I actually have done a wrestling event in Waterloo, Iowa. All right. Well, he uh, went on a burglary spree where he used a John Deere riding lawnmower as his getaway car. Oh. Now, the mower he was on was able to go somewhere between 7 and 10 miles an hour. So first, James rode his mower to a garage and stole a bunch of stuff inside. Then he headed to a convenience store and stole a bottle of absolute vodka. He even managed to get home on the mower without getting caught, but the police uh, identified him from surveillance footage and arrested him. He's been charged with burglary, theft, and driving with a suspended license. So I guess you can't even drive lawnmowers with a suspended license. Okay. Yeah, but speaking of riding lawnmowers, um, a priest buys a lawnmower at a garage sale. Back at home, he pulls on the rope a few times with no results. He storms back to the garage sale and tells the previous owner, I can't get the mower to start. The guy says, well, that's because you have to curse to get it started, says the man. And then he says, I'm a man of the cloth. I don't even remember know how to I don't even remember how to curse. The guy said, You keep pulling on that rope, it'll all come back to you. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Easter weekend, Kelly. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Da, da. <laughs> This does give me energy, man. Little shadow box in action. What movie? Rocky. What's his last name? Balboa. Ooh, come on. Butafuco. His name is not Rocky Butafuco. Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Alright. What was his wife's name? Adrian! Very good. What was uh, Adrian's brother's name? Uh Mick. No, Mickey? that was the coach. Oh, uh Polly? Yes! <laughs> How do I remember that? I'm completely shocked. Me too, actually. The bad guy in the first two movies? Uh, Mr. T. No, that's number three. The Russian guy. That's number four. Uh, oh, oh, Apollo. Boom! Apollo what? Creed. Dang. When's the last time you saw him? I watched Rocky. I like Rocky. So, anyway, we're not talking about Rocky. No, speaking of Rocky. What? Yesterday. Man, I went to a track meet. So my stepson, Bruce, uh, he's in seventh grade, Uh and he had his first junior high track meet yesterday. And I don't know if if some of you have never been to a track meet or whatever. uh, I haven't been to one in a long time. I coached track uh, back when I had a different job. So coached track and field and basketball, but I also... Ran track when I was younger, a long, long time ago. Yeah, years ago. In a little town called Wynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so he had his first track meet yesterday, and his only race he was doing, and I thought of you because this would probably be the, the last race you would do. What is it, like the long distance or whatever? No. Oh, it's the tandem where you pass the baton? Oh, no. 
No, see, that would intimidate me. This is you have to jump obstacles. So uh-uh. basically, no way. for the first time ever, I think he had practiced the 110-meter hurdles maybe three times. Yeah. Uh, and he did those yesterday in front of a whole field and stands of people. Did he make it? He got um, second place in his heat. He did? Yes. He got over the hurdles. We, yes. So he wow. hurdled. And there's 10 of them, Brandon. Yeah, there's no there's way I could do that. There's 10 of them. You have to lower the hurdles. Well, and, and what happened was the girls go first. And the girls are called the 100, 110 low meter hurdles. Mm-hmm. And so whenever Bruce goes, they you see them like clicking the hurdles up. So my heart is pounding, number mm-hmm. one, because the girls just went. And then they're, they're raising them. And... My stepson isn't the tallest kid. It's no, not he's like taller he, than me at this point, almost. Almost. I saw him the other day. But he did it, and we were so proud of him. And I think my thing was, um, as a kid, it's so hard sometimes to try something new, oh and especially gosh. when your peers are out there. And junior high is such a hard age to deal with and be in anyways. Yeah. So you're out there in front of all of these people doing the first, you know, the the hurdles hurt jumping over yeah, a, a hurdle um there was a kid that fell before him and his in his the flight before him and the mm. heat before him so i knew he was watching this kid in his lane like oh my gosh that kid just fell yeah, and poor i kid, man. talked to him right before the race and we could tell he was a little bit nervous yeah but that's huge for him and that's one of the deals like legit where i think the martial arts training he's had since he was really young has helped yeah. him with confidence and not afraid to try things because as as a kid, if I were his age, which is what, 14? He's 13, yeah. 13? There's no way I would have ever done that. Because I feel like, okay, I'm starting too late for this. These other people have been trying this for years and be, been getting ready for it. Yeah. I've practiced three times. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. And so just to be out there, and I know a lot of parents are going through track and baseball and softball season right now. So just to see your kid get out there and have a good experience, um, was great and that's all we wanted and i think that's what he wanted he wasn't really worried if he won first place he was just like i just want to do my best and get over a hurdle all 10 of them and not bust it i'd just be happy to get over one i know could you hurdle right now um i i probably could but i don't want to go over all 10 of them do me a favor stand up no i'm not no i'm not asking you to hurdle i just want to know based on height i've never even um seen this in person so the hurdle how high is a hurdle for a girl it's literally right here so like I could step over it yeah. and it would just like barely, barely touch. Right. But you got to be going fast. Yeah. And you don't, they tell you, and you don't want to jump the hurdles. You want to glide over the hurdles. Yeah. There's no way that's going to happen. I'd be hopping over I'd stop and hop. Yeah. But anyway, his, awesome. his coach was proud of him. We were proud of him, but I was just proud that he did something, you know, out of the, out of the box and, and did good. Congratulations, yeah. Bruce. Might as well jump. It's not really jumping, is it? I heard before the race he was ready to run. I also heard that whenever he was practicing, you were out there running with him. <laughs> right. I would not do that to him. No? He wasn't running with the devil? Nice. Ah. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> Shout out to Bruce, man. That's big. Outside the comfort zone. It's cool, man. And it's always good. You'll re- you'll realize as you get older, and I hate to be one of those guys here talking to young people in the car yep. on the way to school. 
you will realize when you're older, when you're mm-hmm. my age or maybe even younger than this, where you're going to be like, I wish I would have done more in yeah. school. I wish I would have tried that. I wish I would have reached out and ventured out because while you're in school, it feels like it's the end mm-hmm. of the world. And then you get out of it and you're like, oh, I should have tried this and I should have tried that. What if I would have really enjoyed that? What if I was really good at that? Exactly. But if you're like me and you never try, you'll never know. You don't point. want to live your life wondering. Know for sure and do what you want to do. Give everything a shot, man. That's my advice for y'all yeah. this morning on your way to school. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today, Friday, April the 2nd of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Jeremy Ellis, who celebrates today. Larry Jones from Wynn is celebrating. Hannah Ashbrand of Jonesboro, happy birthday. Let's see here, Jeremy Perry is celebrating. Destin Houghton, happy birthday. Becky Perkins of Jonesboro. Sandy Carter of Manila. We have Zachary Price of Imboden turning nine. Happy birthday from Grandma Karen. All right, celebrating tomorrow. Laura Cleveland of Jonesboro. Ray Heflin has a birthday. Diane Reinhardt has a birthday tomorrow as well. Chantel Jacques of Jonesboro. Keith Bly has a birthday tomorrow. Luann Passmore of Jonesboro. Gary Eakin of Wynn. Shawnee Carrier of Jonesboro. Ellen Lisko of Jonesboro celebrates tomorrow. And Corey Good celebrates too. Celebrating on Sunday, Chelsea Fiscus, happy birthday. Alex Bogard, Jay Connors has a birthday on Sunday. David West of Wynn, Macy Warden of Jonesboro, Kara K. Copes of Wynn has a birthday on Sunday. And Hadley Coyne is turning seven. This is this says love from mom, dad, Hayden, Carly, and Cash. So happy birthday, Hadley. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, We say this, we say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Quavo from Migos is 30 years old today. Yeah, so Quavo is in the song Intentions with Justin Bieber. Happy birthday to Quavo who celebrates today. Jesse Carmichael is 42. That's Maroon 5's keyboardist. Beautiful mistakes I'm making inside my head. She's naked in my bed. And I will lie awake. Making beautiful mistakes. Jesse Carmichael, Maroon 5, 42. Michael Fassbender is 44. That's Magneto in the X-Men movies. Uh, Billy Dean is 59 today. Can I do some Billy Dean? Yeah. I miss Billy the Kid. Times that he had. The life that he lived. I guess he must have got caught. You remember this one? His innocence mm-hmm. Billy Dean. I wonder where he I miss Billy the Kid. Happy birthday, Billy Dean, 59. 
Christopher Milani is 60. That's Detective Stabler on Law and Order SUV, SVU. There on, you go again. <laughs> Every time. On Saturday, celebrating Paris Jackson will oh. be 23, the happy, daughter of Michael Jackson. Happy birthday, Paris. I want to love you. P-Y-T. Pretty young thing. Come on. You need some loving. Love and care. I want to interview her. Like legit. I want to have her on the show. Can you work on that? Sure. She's cool to me. I don't know why I think she's cool. Paris Jackson tomorrow. All right, so you're going to work on Paris Jackson yes. for me? All right, mm-hmm. Paris Jackson's birthday is tomorrow. Kiss me, baby, and tell me twice that you're the one for me, the way you make me feel. All right, I can play those all day. Paris Jackson, 23, tomorrow. Celebrating tomorrow, Amanda Bynes will be 35. Leona Lewis will be celebrating tomorrow, 36. But I don't care what they say. She won one of those uh, talent shows. Leona Lewis, 36. Jenny Garth will be 49 on Saturday. That's Kelly on Beverly Hills 90210. Sebastian Bach oh. will be 53 tomorrow. Skid Row, y'all. Sebastian Bach celebrating. You know this one. Man, that's good stuff right there. Sebastian Bach of Skid Row tomorrow. Two Saturday Night Love, uh, Love, Live alums. Eddie Murphy will be 60 on Saturday. Alec Baldwin will be 63. And celebrating on Sunday, Jamie Lynn Spears will be 30, of course. That's Britney's little sister. Yeah, I've had the chance to meet her. She was really sweet. How could I How could I You know that Jamie Lynn Spears was the writer of one of my favorite songs of all time. I got the first my girl right there. She'll get the That's my Kramer girl. Don't tell anybody I said that. Okay. That's a secret. Jamie Lynn Spears turning 30 on Sunday. Celebrating on Sunday, David Blaine, the magician, will be 48. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. will be 56. Oh. He is Iron Man. My favorite superhero, by the way. Is he? Iron Man's your favorite? More so than Batman? Yes. More than Superman? Yes. Find him good looking? Yes. I figured he would. Anyway, Robert.
Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man 56 on Sunday. Steve Gatlin is 70 on Sunday from the Gatlin Brothers. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I don't have any Gatlins. Oh, no. I need to get me some Gatlins ready. Okay, All my right. bad. My bad. Estelle Harris is 93 on Sunday. That's Miss Costanza on Seinfeld. Oh. And celebrating on Sunday, Nancy McKeon is 55. Yeah. That was Joe on the Facts of Life. <laughs> Wasn't she your favorite? She was. Was it because she was a biker girl? Who needs Blair when you have Joe? Joe can beat you up too. Fix your truck. Joe Polnichuk, the facts of life, man. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, (laughs) Nancy McGeehan, who turns 55 on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Happy Friday. We appreciate you listening to us. And y'all... As always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So good news for Eric Church. He's on the cover of Billboard getting his second vaccine in the arm, and he's thankful for it. He says that... He views the vaccine as a miracle, and it says, it, and he says it's clear to him that the only way to get back to normal and doing concerts and touring is the vaccinations. But Eric Church goes on to say that doesn't mean that he thinks you have to do it, too. He says if you believe you shouldn't get the shot, he doesn't have a problem with it. He's a liberty guy, too. He gets it, but he views it differently than most other things just because we've never encountered this. Yep. Uh, he sees the vaccine as healing us physically and mentally, saying that the hardest thing about COVID is that it's taken us away from everything that we do. Yeah. Um, Eric's most recent song, of course, is Hell of a View. This ain't for everybody Toes hanging off the ledge Like we got nothing to lose Ain't always heaven, baby This living on the edge You holding me, holding you It's a hell of a view In his album, Heart and Soul, it's out two weeks from today, so looking forward to that hey the the actual picture of him getting the vaccine Mm -hmm. is up on the blog if you want to check it out gotcha just go to the brandon baxter in the morning blog also on the blog today miranda lambert has given us a stripped down version of her hit settling down i always love it when we get to hear an artist uh, remove everything else but their voice and the guitar it gives you kind of a different perspective on the song so here's miranda settling down because i'm a wild child and a homing pigeon caravan in an empty kitchen You can check out Miranda's acoustic performance. It's up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. Maddie and Tay have a new song out. It's called Woman You Got, and they say it's an honest song about the kind of woman they are. And it's basically from the perspective of a wife letting her spouse know, hey, this is what you're going to get if you marry me. Again, this is Maddie and Tay. It's called Woman You Got. Because time won't take its time to ride. 
That's Maddie and Tay, Woman You Got. It's out now. Also, a big uh, get well wish goes out to our buddy David Nail, who's from Kennett. Uh, David had to go into the ER just the other day, and he said it was one of those deals where he woke up in pain, and the pain never went away. And they went in, and they were like, hey, let's see what we can figure out what's going on here. And he had to have an emergency appendectomy. He had to have his appendix removed. So our thoughts go out to David Nail, who is currently recovering. Of course, again, he is from uh, the Boot Heel of Missouri, from Kennett. And you know David Nail from songs like Red Lights. Whatever she's got's another one. And of course, when you think of David David Nail, get well soon. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is April the 2nd, and today in pop culture in the year 1939, a man known as Marvin Gaye was born in Washington, D.C. I think most of us would probably think of this song when we think of Marvin Gaye. was telling me that when you cook dinner <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah that's what she has the vision of i'm in there streaming eric church <laughs> today in pop culture in 1956 johnny cash recorded this one i keep the ends out for the pilot fine because you're mine i, I walk the line. line that's cool though i didn't this might sound silly i didn't realize it was so far back 56 It was his first number one billboard hit. Uh, Let's see here. Today in pop culture in 1961. This is a good one for us because in Lepanto, Arkansas, there was a country star that was born in 1961 who is a friend of the show. Our buddy, Buddy Jewel. From Carolina down to Georgia, smell the jasmine and magnolia, sleep the sweet home, Alabama, roll tide roll. So happy birthday to our buddy, Buddy Jewel, who celebrates today. Today in pop culture in 1964, the Beach Boys went out and recorded 
One of their biggest hits, one of Kelly's favorites. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around. One of the biggest Beach Boys fans you'll ever meet in your life is in this room with me right True. now. So that was in, uh, what was it, 1964. Today in pop culture in 1975, Kiss released a song that was a massive hit for them. Today in pop culture in 1977, Fleetwood Mac had an album out that went to number one. The album was called Rumors. It featured songs like this. It also featured this song. And this one was on the album as well. And today in pop culture in 2001, Mariah Carey signed what at the time was the richest recording deal in history. I had to go back and make sure this was right because, again, this is 2001. She signed a recording deal for three albums worth $83 million. about this one I mean while we're playing Mariah I could do some like uh, maybe this one It looks like Kelly's a big fan of Mariah Carey at this point. Mariah's deal worth $83 million. She signed that in 2001. Today is April the 2nd, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Easter weekend, y'all. It's Good Friday. So as many of us uh, begin to think about how we're going to celebrate this weekend, we think about the Easter bunny coming and all the different stuff for the kids. It's always exciting. Yeah. Like, I loved Easter. Mm-hmm. I-, I just saw a picture as I was going through my stuff of Kai in his first Easter where we had him in a basket with those bunny ears on. And Kai was like a heavy kid, right? Like, we fed Kai. <laughs> like, I ate. Yeah. And he had all those rolls. And he was so cute Aww. because he was like, uh, what was it, like the Michelin Man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of looked like that. So he's in there in just a diaper and bunny ears inside the Easter basket. You should post it today and see what he does. It's adorable, though. Like, it really is cute. He would hate me yeah. for that, though. So if you see Kai today... Uh, make sure to mention the fact that you've seen his Easter Bunny photo. I'll see if I can get that posted. It's always fun to see the little matching, you know, dresses and outfits, yeah. different families and stuff. 
So a couple different things I was reading about Easter. Um, there was a study done, and they were trying to figure out like what was the most popular um, Easter candy or Easter food, the Easter treat, I guess. Okay. Because the number one thing chosen in most states isn't candy. And I was like, what? This can't be right. But they found the favorite Easter treats. And in 14 states in the United States, the number one treat was hard-boiled eggs. Oh, no. That's unacceptable. I that thought can't that be called a treat. Uh, and they and they're actually just called them boiled eggs. And like over here in Arizona, Nevada, Kansas, What's funny? Michigan. What's funny is my kids used to, and I used to fight with my brother over how many eggs we would find from the Easter Bunny. Because if I dyed the eggs mm-hmm. and he found one of my eggs, he better put it in my basket. Because we knew found- whose eggs were whose. If who found it? If my brother found oh, it. Oh, if your brother found it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you would help dye the eggs. Yes, of course. God does that too. Yeah. But we don't typically we don't typically eat the hard boiled eggs that we dye. Do you do that? Uh no. I think we did when we were younger a little bit. Maybe we'd have one or two and then we'd end up throwing them away. Because yeah. that's the idea. You don't want to waste them. No, but then the deal is, hey, let's throw them outside in the heat for a little bit, and then we'll eat them later. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is kind of gross. Mm -hmm. So now here's where I feel a little bit better about Arkansas. Because, again, boiled eggs was number one in more states than any other thing, which was like, uh, 14 states chose that as number one. So Arkansas did not choose the boiled eggs. We chose... The Starburst Jelly Beans. Okay. I, I, I love those. I can go with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good with that one. Uh, like, Louisiana and Mississippi both chose the Cadbury <gasps> Cream Eggs. See, that's the one I would have voted for. That's been my go-to since I was little. Yeah, so let's see here. Do, do, do. Chocolate what? Bunnies, number one in, what is that? That's Alabama. So chocolate bunnies, I get that too. I love those, like the look of them, just because they're big. You know, it's a ton of chocolate, but I never really thought that they tasted very good. Oh, you know the one that's good though? And if I find it, I will eat one this weekend. The Butterfinger Chocolate Bunny. I would eat that. Because yeah. it has like a different, a mm-hmm. little different texture to it. Uh, Peeps number one in Oklahoma. So there you go. But the number one across the country, if you Peeps. were to say who won the most states, was hard boiled eggs. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was also reading a deal that was talking about like the right way to eat one of those chocolate bunnies. So let's say you get one of the chocolate bunnies and I don't know, maybe you want it to be a solid piece of milk chocolate or maybe you want it to be the hollow milk chocolate. That way it's not too much. Or maybe you're like me and you want it to be the Butterfinger one because mm-hmm. those are so good. They are good. Uh, but they were asking where you eat, like where you start eating a chocolate bunny. And I didn't think there was another option. I thought there was only one option. I'm thinking that there's only one option, too. You want to do it? One, one two, two, three. three. Ears. Who starts at the feet? I, I don't know, but that, that would mess me up. Some people say that the right way, the correct way to eat a chocolate bunny is to start at the feet. You don't start at the bottom. That's, you start at the top. It's too much chocolate. If you start at the at the ears first, you can be like, you know what? I'm going to eat all the way down to the ears, yeah. and then I'm going to put it up for next time. Or I'm going to eat all the way down to the neck, and then I'm going to save the rest of it. It kind of gives you like little measurements. But you could do the same from the bottom and start at the feet and go to the knees or no, go to the waist. I think it's one huge piece of chocolate from the feet, because you've got the feet, the stomach, all the way up to the head. It's a huge piece of chocolate. You don't have to. You can divide it up. It bothers me. But I'm the same way as you. I think pretty much you have to start at the ears. 
I did not know that people would start at the feet. And I begin to question the logic, the rationale, and the sanity of the people who start at the feet. <laughs> Can I say that? I, sure. We should put that on social media. Sounds good. And I'm just going to tell you, if you say you start at the feet, I'm going to question you. I'm Ooh. going to wonder about I'm not going to ask you questions. You're not going to ban them, are But you? I am going to wonder about, like, who is this person and why are they this way? All right. Why are you the way that you are? Thank you, Michael Scott. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, one of the things that's really happened the longer we've done um, a country morning show is the fact that I've really embraced myself as just being me. Because for a long time, I mean, I grew up in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. I grew up, my grandfather and my grandmother, they had horses and fields and all the different stuff, right? So I grew up around that. I grew up on country music. And then when I I did wrestling and then I did pop radio and nobody thought he was like I was country, right? Right. So when we made the announcement that we were taking this show country, people were like, what? What? That's not country. Does he even like country? And as I've gotten older, especially as we've gotten to know so many more of you, and we're like, hey, you know what? This is who we are. This is where we live. Mm-hmm. Wear more boots, driving a truck, stuff that I did way back. Like, I was doing this stuff when I was 17 and 18, mm-hmm. and I just got away from it. Yeah. I bought a Tiburon at right. one point. I remember that one. It was blue. I've had a Tiburon, a Challenger, a Charger, a couple of Camaros, a, a CTS, a Hummer. That's obscene. Yukons. I've had a little bit of everything. And now I have a truck and I feel like I'm at home. And I'll put on my trucker hat. And I sound like a poser, don't I? Yeah, you do. But like legit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're not posing anymore. No, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, no longer a poser. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that I've realized over the course of the last week is I am a hunter. You've realized that? Yes, I've realized that. Well, do you think you're a hunter or you've been hunting? Do what? <laughs> Do I need to re say it again? Please rephrase the question. Have you just been hunting or are you an actual hunter? I believe I'm an actual hunter. Okay. Because I've been hunting once and I've watched YouTube videos. <laughs> okay. And you've been out with some guys who have hunted before and that yes. are actual hunters. Well, see, I have a bunch of friends who are hunters and family who are hunters and I've never had the opportunity to go hunting. And when was it? Last week? Was it last weekend? Yes. Do you realize how long these weeks are? I know. <laughs> like, has it only been six days? <laughs> but I went hunting with the Chancellor of Arkansas State, Kelly Danfus, the new athletics director, Tom Bowen, and the running uh, the running backs coach, Ryan Apple. We went hunting at Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. And I loved it so much so that I've been invited to go hunting again. Kelly, wow. I'm going hunting tomorrow. Running, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country tomorrow. Brings. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. Early in the morning. So this time I get this call from Stan Jones. He said, hey, man, I need to do a little more training of my dogs. You want to, you know, do a little bit of hunting for pheasants? And I'm like, oh, I'd love it. He's like, why don't you bring your wife and son? I'm like, that would be awesome. Yeah. He's like, Saturday morning, let's do the deal. I'm all kinds of excited about it, right? And I go to my wife. I said, hey, uh, Stan Jones has invited us out to the Mallard Lodge to go hunting on Saturday. I think it'd be cool for Kai to go. I don't think so. And I'm like, what? I don't think so. Her deal, and, and maybe she's right, is that you know Kai is very much of a soft-hearted guy. Yep. And she's afraid that we might have a fry out. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And you you really never know because 
mine was the same way. And he reacted in a way that surprised me. I was like, oh, I thought he would cry over that. And he was like, this is awesome. And I was like, oh, okay. And see, I wonder that too. Yeah. And like, it depends on like, I'm not going out there going after rabbits or dogs or anything like that. Pheasants. Yeah. But so now we have this, there's actually, and I hate to tell you this, but there's a running debate happening even at this very moment. What's the debate? On if they're going to go with me or not. Oh, okay. You know, because my vision of it um, is, and and maybe this is going to sound like, hey, it's something he wants to do. So he's building his vision. Will you be honest with me? Will you be brutally honest? I think that, you know, I will. Okay. So my deal is, yes, I enjoyed it. I had fun. It was out in nature, something completely off of the path of what I do. Never done it mm-hmm. in 44 years. Mm-hmm. So it was fun for me. And I was like, hey, that's kind of neat. I want to see if if my family enjoys yeah. that too. Because if they do, we have a bunch of families and family friends mm-hmm. who really enjoy that as a family experience. Right. Like their family experience is going out and going out to the woods, waking up early, grabbing some coffee and some milk and some donuts and, and doing some hunting for it whatever. Could, it could be y'all's new like family activity. That's what I was thinking. That's my vision. Yeah. So the, her vision. Oh, there's another vision. Oh yeah. The trauma. <laughs> That's the other vision. So if anybody can help me with a way that I can tell my wife how this is not traumatic, please help. And he's how old? Uh, Kai's going to be 12 in September. So he's 11. Gotcha. If anybody has any advice, you can hit me up on Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. I need advice in how to handle this with my wife. I promise it's coming from a good place in my heart. I want to do stuff as a family and do something we've never done yeah. before. But the the trauma is the question. So if anybody's been through the same thing. It's a legit concern. Yeah. If anybody's been through the same thing, let me know how I can handle that, please. <laughs> She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know NSYNC didn't just get its name because the guys were NSYNC? It uses the last letter of each of the five original members' first names. Justin, Chris, Joey, Jason, and JC. But Jason was replaced by Lance Bass, so it messed it all up. Wait a minute. That's not an original vision, is it? They were going for that? Yeah. They're so going to, and it just happened to be in sync. But why would they choose the last one? I guess it just worked. That's weird. Yeah. I never heard that. I know. And did you know Pez dispensers were designed to look like cigarette lighters because they were supposed to encourage people to stop smoking and have a mint instead? No. Because they used to have like Big Bird on yeah, the top of there. I yeah, know. that's crazy. Okay. Did you know Macaulay Culkin was the first child actor ever to get $1 million for a film, and he got that for his role in My Girl? Did not know that either. Yeah. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we love foods like carnival foods and stuff like that. Uh, Disneyland has a new deal they're going to be selling, and I'm not exactly sure how much it's going to cost, but probably 40 bucks. <laughs> you have to like cut your arm off to to pay for it. Yeah, pretty Disney. much. Yeah. Uh, what they're going to sell is what they call a fried pickle corn dog. Oh, oh, with a side of peanut butter. Oh, I, okay, lost me. Don't really understand the peanut butter part. Let me kind of uh, let me paint the picture of okay. what this is going to be, and then I'm going to actually show you the picture. So basically, imagine one of those giant pickles. You know, like one of those big pickles. Like you'll see those like in different movie. places. Yeah, the movie where you get that huge giant pickle mm-hmm. and. You know, you see people, like if you see it at the fair, they're walking around eating yeah, this giant pickle. Huge, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. You just had, you it just did it. You tasted the pickle. It did that mouth thing. Yeah. Right back like here. Like the sourness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird just talking about it because I could picture it. So anyway, what they do is they take the, the giant pickle and they hollow out the inside of it. Okay. And they put a hot dog on the inside of the pickle and then they batter it like the corn dog batter and deep fry it. I'm in. So legitimately, again, it's a pickle with the hot dog on the inside, battered and then thrown into the deep fryer. A hundred percent in. It's called a fried pickle corn dog and they serve it. I don't really get the the peanut butter as the side dipping sauce. Here's what it looks like though. And it's very crunchy looking on the outside, like much more crunchy looking than the average corn dog. Almost like a crunchy, um, spicy roll, like a sushi roll. Yeah. It, it really does look like that on the outside. What do you think that looks good to you? It does look good. Now the peanut butter, I'm sure there's some kind of scientific, uh, something with tastes, yeah. whatever, but, um, the actual corn dog looks good to me. It does. I love pickles, though. I think pickles makes stuff taste good. Like, I get the idea that you want the relish on a corn dog, mm-hmm. like the sweetness of it. I'm not sure if you want the the sour bitter of that big pickle, because mm-hmm. the big pickles have the tendency to be a little more sour hmm. and cause that thing that's going on. Right, yeah. Anyway, I wonder if people will eat that. Is that going to be a big seller? I don't know. If if that If that hot dog were spicy... Like if you could buy a spicy fried pickled dog, you should make them. I don't know. That seems like a lot. That seems like a lot of work. That's what I'm thinking at at Disneyland. Yeah, those are going to be a lot of money. Brandon Baxter in the morning is Arkansas's morning show. Thanks for having us on today. All right, so we had this question on if you get one of those chocolate bunnies for Easter, be it the hollow bunny, be it the solid bunny, be it the butterfinger bunny, like I like. Where do you start? I mean, imagine you open the box. A lot of times they come in a box, right? Like the bigger ones. You open the box, you unwrap it out of the foil. Where do you start? The ears, which is where Kelly and I both decided Mm -hmm. we start, or the feet, which evidently some people start there. Well, and we were thinking that we wouldn't see anybody eating feet. There are some. Let's see. Penny Wilson says ears first. Ashley Moss says, unless it's a Hershey bunny, throw it in the trash. If it's Hershey, start (laughs) with the ears. Let's see. Debbie and Chris say the tail... Just because I want to be different than everyone else. Ooh, I like that. Start by eating the tail. Yep. Let's see. Um, most pe- Oh, David Owens also says the tail. He eats the tail first, too. Yep. Huh. Let's see. Jeannie says ears. Just about everyone is saying ears with the two or three saying the tail. There you go. But nobody says start with the feet. No. All right. It's up on Facebook if you want to weigh in. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about Kelly's experience with the hurdles at a track meet. Kind of. Yes. I mean, am I being for real or not? Yes. Also, we kind of dive into Easter weekend, the most popular Easter treat, which was ridiculous today Mm -hmm. and uh, how you eat your Easter bunny. All of that stuff. As you go back and check out the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight on Disney Plus, the third episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. On Saturday, March Madness continues with the Final Four. You've got Baylor against Houston and Gonzaga against UCLA. On Saturday night, Daniel Kaluuya. Did I say that right? You probably don't even know who that is. Yes, I do. I do. I very much do. Okay. Well, he's hosting Saturday Night Live, so I'm sure you'll be watching. And St. Vincent is the music guest. And on Sunday, we've got American Idol. 
Ellen's Game of Games, the 10th season finale of The Walking Dead. This is a big one. A lot of people have looked forward to this one because it's a, the backstory about Negan. Yes. So I'm very excited about it. And also on Sunday, the 27th annual SAG Awards. I'm sure you're excited about that as well. You're going to be there. Uh, all of that this weekend. <laughs> Hope you guys have a back. great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday oh morning gosh. on Brandon Baxter in the morning. <laughs>